0: Do you need help making your daily sports wagers? Check out the Coda Sports Gambling Network at CodaSportsCappers.com. They offer free daily picks on their website and have a bi-weekly podcast called the Mount Lockmore Podcast that you can find on Spotify, Apple Music, or Google Play. The Coda Sports Gambling Network is home of the top sports cappers in the Dakotas. They are South Dakota's number one source for sports gambling information. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Coda Cappers, or visit their website at CodaSportsCappers.com. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Mount Lockmore Podcast, episode 15 here, presented by the Coda Sports Gambling Network. I am Pace Meyer. You can find me on Twitter at Coda CodaCapperPace, and alongside me, like every episode he is, is B rust 35 on Twitter. Brandon, uh, happy to have you on. Episode 15 already.
1: Yes, sir. We're almost to the greatest month uh, in in uh, the year, March, one week away.
0: Yeah, it uh, February has gone quick. I think was it We're three weeks away from uh, seeing a, a bracket for March Madness, I think? Yep. So uh, that uh, three weeks. Three weeks, yeah, so that should be pretty exciting. And this week this week weekend was really kind of an underrated uh, sports weekend, Brandon, just uh, obviously the FCS, the football was back. Um, we had some hockey in Lake Tahoe. We can talk about that too. That, that's really, that was ex- fun to watch. Cool atmosphere. Um, we had a lot of good college basketball games and obviously the golf, the, uh, the, the Genesis Invitational, Max Homa, plus 6,000 before the tournament uh, got the win there. So uh, Brandon, just kind of how was the weekend and uh, did you catch any event that uh, was exciting for you? The, the hockey, the hockey was really fun actually.
1: Uh, hockey was fun. I love watching those like outdoor games. Granted, it did get it was like the longest first intermission ever because it got delayed because <laughs> of the, the sun. Uh, but I thought it was really cool. You know, in the first period, they had people sitting out on the lake and kayaks and stuff like you know, McCovey Cove out in San Francisco. Yep. Um, they, then, the, it was a great great game. I watched uh, the third period uh, when it did resume at like midnight or whatever it was. Uh, super late um yeah Colorado money line too so even better for me and then of course West Virginia just you know continues to <laughs> find ways to win and give me just heart palpitations yeah
0: what uh what happened there with your boys that were they down was it 17 19
1: um and up, all 19 the way back with like eight yeah night like they're down like 19 with like 18 minutes to go or something like that and uh yeah, that was uh intense, intense game. Uh, they just keep finding ways to win. Uh, this team's not like any that they've had in the past. They can score with, I think, anybody. I was watching the Ohio State-Michigan game yesterday, and, uh, you know, both teams were shooting the ball well, and I was sitting there. I've never been able to say this, but, you know, I was like, I, West Virginia can score and attract me with these teams. That's something we haven't been able to uh, – to say before so yeah I'm super excited for March and uh, you know all the anxiety that is that's going to come with it.
0: Exactly that uh, I didn't have a pick in the in the West Virginia Texas game but uh, man could you imagine having Texas in that game and uh, almost chalking chalking it up as a win when they're up you know 18-19 points already.
1: That's one of those ones where you turn it off because <laughs> you're like oh I got other stuff I got to do that's a win and then you no, know, you come back or you get an alert on your phone and it says texas lost by two and you're like what in the hell happened yeah but as a west virginia fan great great game there you go gotta love
0: it uh west virginia and you, and you talked about it on on previous podcasts brandon they they're scheduled. they had a gauntlet of a schedule and uh, they're performing pretty well uh, down the stretch here
1: yep they played four straight uh ranked teams they're 3 and 1 in those games the only loss was a double overtime loss to uh Oklahoma um they got TCU on Tuesday I believe and then they got to play Baylor and Waco next Thursday or on Thursday so the gauntlet continues they have six game or three games in six days in Texas so they're just staying in the state of Texas for the next uh, few days and we'll we'll see on uh Thursday if this team's uh for real or not. For real or not
0: uh there we go. That uh a good way to put it there Brandon. Uh I we can kind of just go into our recap and just kind of talk about how we did uh in, in this weekend though. But uh, I am 6 and 1. I ended Sunday 6 and 1 and I had uh New York the New York Knicks. So if uh again we're recording before. So if the Knicks cover -3 against the Timberwolves, which they should have no problem doing, uh I'll end Sunday on a nice nice 7 and 0 oh, Brandon and uh 34 and 21 in my last 55 picks so you know no big deal
1: not too shy who was your one loss
0: um (laughs) you know it happened to be the north dakota state football team Mm
1: -hmm. yeah of
0: course yeah yeah great great (laughs) they uh dude that line was at plus 20 or minus 22 it jumped all the way to 27 uh when we recorded our, our second um, FCO, FCS Pickham show, it was at minus 22 and mm-hmm. uh, went up five points, which is kind of insane. In, in just, what, two days?
1: Yeah. I mean, I kind of – you know, it's still 27. It's basically four touchdowns, which, yeah, you know, is the greatest FCS team to ever walk the face of the earth. They should have no, no problem covering against a hapless Youngstown State team. But, you know, apparently uh, they're just a good team. Great teams cover – good teams win. So, uh, North Dakota state right now, uh, good team, South Dakota state, great team.
0: That Yeah. South Dakota state, your guys, they, they did cover on, uh, on Friday night. And, uh, how was it watching the, your Jack's game there on Friday?
1: Uh, my first game as a, as a Jackrabbits fan, it was uh, a little boring there for about the first three and a half quarters. Then they picked it up a little bit. They did that block punt earlier in the game, uh, freshman quarterback, uh, Granowski, I believe, is Granowski is a, yep. uh, in the game. I think Gibbs was hurt. Um, so yeah, it was uh, you know one zero to start the start the Brandon Russell uh, Jackrabbit era. So off to off to a great start. Uh, win at number three. You can't can't ask for anything more.
0: Yeah, exactly. Good road win there for uh, Brandon's Jackrabbits, and we have April third circled on everybody's calendar. The Jackrabbits yeah. come to the dome, baby. Should be an exciting right. game. I just it, need to see what the line is for that game too.
1: South Dakota state uh, minus two. Think so.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. That, yeah, yeah, That's fair. I'll, that's fine. And uh, as, as a favorite right now, this season, they're 0 one against the spread as a favorite. So that's fine.
1: That's yeah, that's the record that counts.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, I also had some like weird close losses. And again, in betting Brandon, obviously like, a wins a win, right? Losses. It doesn't matter if you lose by one or, you know, a hundred, it doesn't matter. It's still a loss, but I had USD, the South Dakota Coyotes on Saturday. Uh, they ended up winning 86, 84. I had the minus three. I had Kent state on Saturday, minus 14. They won 64, 51. I had JMU Moorhead state uh, in FCS over 52 and a half. They scored a whopping 52 points. Uh, nice. Missed that by a half. So that was, and JMU scored all of those points i yeah. then ndsu basketball on friday against your Jackrabbits minus one and a half they ended up losing 68 67 don't even get a shot off uh in the final seconds of that game so uh yeah i had a lot of close close losses again doesn't mean anything because they're still losses but um it's very interesting weekend
1: yeah for sure um yeah i had a couple uh you know i had Ohio state money line on uh Sunday and they ended up losing by I think it was three or four to Michigan and was a really good game and you know just high score and a fair, which we've come to expect from some of those big 10 teams they're not playing defense like they normally do um I just think that you know I think it's Michigan and Ohio State and then everybody else in the big 10 I think those are the two best teams I think Illinois uh I, I just can't figure out Illinois like sometimes like at some points during the season, they look like they're the best team in the country. And then at other times they look like they shouldn't even be considered for uh, selection Sunday. But, you know, I think Illinois is, anybody can make a run in March. Obviously I think Illinois though, is set up to make a run, but it's Ohio state and Michigan. And then everybody else. um, And in the second best conference in uh, college basketball.
0: I also can't figure out Minnesota, like the Gophers. I don't know. They get just trashed, thrashed by Illinois, 94, uh, 63, over the weekend, Brandon, they're supposed to be a great team at home. Uh, they get dominated at home there. And when they go on the road, they look even worse. So uh, I don't know. They are what 16 and five, I think, um, mm-hmm. or not 16 and five. They gotta be worse than that. They gotta be, let's see, um, 13
1: and 10. I don't know. Just the big 10, like everybody talks about it, the big 10 being this great conference. And it's just – you can't figure out half the teams. Iowa, yeah. you can't, like, figure them out. Wisconsin's lost four of their last six. Like, Illinois is up and down. Michigan and Ohio State have been the only consistent teams all year. And then you got – like, Rutgers was good at the beginning, and now they might not even make the tournament. Who knows, like, Maryland. Like, I know, like, they're deep conference, but I just, it's just hard to figure out the Big Ten right now. And,
0: yeah. I was going to say even Northwestern too, like way early in December, they beat Michigan state, Indiana and Ohio state, obviously very mm-hmm. early, but I think they've lost their last, like what, 10 games in a row now. Uh, yeah. So it's just very, very weird. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun uh, conference tournament. That's no doubt about that.
1: Oh, absolutely. Is, uh, is Duke back?
0: Okay. And they got Syracuse uh, tonight at home five and a half uh, point. I believe they are the dog or the favorites in that game there. Mm-hmm.
1: One I don't three know. in a row without Jalen Johnson. I mean, Duke's not making the tournament. Don't get me no. wrong, they stink. But, uh, you know, it's, that's what the talking heads are, you know, talking about is Duke back. Is Duke got a chance to make the tournament? No. There's no way Duke may. They have their one good win, and that's beating uh, Virginia on Saturday. I saw that line. I was sitting there on Saturday morning, and I saw that line, and I was like, how is Virginia only a two point favorite against this Duke team? Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And I was going to take Virginia, and then I kind of put my phone down and forgot about it. And I'm glad I didn't, didn't yeah. take Virginia because I don't know how you lose to this Duke team. This Duke <laughs> team stinks. See, that's why I kind of lean Syracuse plus five and
0: a half tonight, too, uh, against Duke. The fact that mm-hmm. Duke is just god awful and they're laying five and a half points, like, that just seems like way too, way too much.
1: Like, yeah, like, what does Vegas know that, about this Duke team all of a sudden?
0: Yeah, I don't know. So I think I might lean uh, Syracuse in that one. But uh, that kind of leads us in here, Brandon. I know you wanted to talk about this, uh, the, your top five, like, most hated teams. Uh, mm-hmm. And Duke is on my list. Uh, I'm, I'm not a UNC fan. I'm not a Duke fan. Uh, I just hate Duke. Uh, especially after this season, like, everything that went down and then, like, Coach K, like, ripping into that student reporter. Like, I don't know. Obviously, me being a kind of a newspaper guy, I kind of lost some respect for, for him. And uh, so Duke is definitely on my list. But Brandon, who are kind of your top five teams there? I know you, you were, had some conversations this weekend about that.
1: Um, I mean, Duke just is – I feel like unless you're a Duke fan, everybody hates Duke. Yeah. Not, I don't have them on my, on my list. I got uh, – as a Raiders fan, the Chiefs and the Chargers. The Chiefs are, for obvious reasons, one, because they're good too because everybody just loves pat mahomes and talk about pat mahomes like he's the second coming of jesus christ (laughs) um i have on here this isn't a team this is a whole city i've had a disdain for this city for quite a long time the city of pittsburgh okay uh the steelers can't stand them the penguins can't stand them uh pittsburgh panthers can't stand them and the Pirates are, you know, they suck, so who cares about them? But <laughs> Pittsburgh fans are just, like, the worst fans uh, in the country to me. They are always stop bragging about all their rings and, you know, five of them came before the 70s and all this stuff. But, uh, yeah, the city of Pittsburgh, just the worst to me. Uh, let's see. On here, I got Michigan, growing up in Ohio State fan. Uh, Michigan, obviously. Uh, and then a team that's been climbing up my – a list of hated teams is the Tampa Bay lightning. Okay. One, I mean, they're good. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. They just very douchey team to me. Like they just have this arrogance about them and I just can't, can't stand them. And then the chargers, their fans are the worst because like all five of them think that, you know, they're better than the Raiders and they've never won anything. So yeah, those are my, my five most hated teams. Do you have a most hated player like a guy you just hate the most any sport uh it's pat mahomes
0: okay and i i figured you were going to say that
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's pat mahomes
0: (laughs) without a doubt
1: easily like it's just if he wasn't like just so talked about all the time it'd be different but i mean it's just like everything he does he's it's just like they got to do a 15 minute segment on every sports center about it and they talk about it on every talking show and it's just I have I have him uh, his name blocked on Twitter actually anything Pat Mahomes Patrick Mahomes yep Mahomes Jeez. you know just all that it's all blocked on Twitter so I don't even see any of it anymore on Twitter
0: <laughs> man you really hate Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that that's funny uh, if they wouldn't compare him to like this like you mentioned the, the second coming of Christ um, I might like him a little more like anything he yeah. does is
1: it amazing. doesn't matter it doesn't matter what he does like. He had that underhand toss, touchdown yeah, yeah. pass the, the fullback or whatever earlier in the season. And it was like, come on, let's I mean, I could make that pass. Like, let's it's just so ridiculous.
0: Yeah, no, totally agree. Um, my five teams, um, and then one possibly plus one, so six here. Uh being a Vikings fan, hate the Packers, right? You uh you can't stand um the Packers and Aaron Rodgers and uh Lambeau just just hate every everything about them uh i the cowboys uh really no reason i just don't like the cowboys yeah uh, i, I kind of respect I like that's
1: every that's every nfl team like if you're true. not a fan of the cowboys then everybody hates the cowboys
0: true um i kind of do respect from like a money standpoint like i respect jerry jones like obviously the dude's a genius
1: um mm-hmm.
0: uh, but uh just yeah not a big fan of like Z- uh, um, Dak or uh elliot ezekiel elliot and just the cowboys in general so uh, those are two of my NFL teams. Duke, I mentioned um, on the baseball side of things, the Yankees, uh, they just crush the Minnesota Twins every single time they, the Twins make it to the postseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like the Yankees are, are the is the team that's always crushing our hopes uh, when it comes to the postseason. I also put down Philadelphia Eagles fans. Um, and, I, and I'm sure, Brandon, you, you know, and everybody else kind of knows in the sports world. But uh, when the Super Bowl was in Minnesota, the fans, there was just reports of like the Philly fans just pretty much trashing the city of uh, Minneapolis and they're, just,
1: they're uh, trash people. There's come. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just, just terrible people. And uh, some of the, uh, the Fargo North Dakota media went to obviously with Wentz uh, well now former Eagle quarterback, but when he did go to, when he did play in Philly, uh, the, the media from the Fargo area would, you know, go cover some of his big games as an Eagle. And they just said the fans were terrible, like throwing stuff at them and, and just messing around in the streets. Just, just not good people so
1: um i have a tweet one of my favorite tweets i got to find it real quick um it's about philadelphia people and how trash they are um let me find it all
0: right and and of course my final team is the sdsu jackrabbits i mean come on how can how can i not hate hate those guys there's my let's see one yeah six teams or six you know hated teams okay so so
1: just so you know so back in like the east coast you know have you ever heard of like sheets or wawa
0: yeah yeah wawa yep
1: so obviously you know that's big and like the pennsylvania is really where it's big like the eat gas station food and yep. there's this tweet that it like it just it gets me every time i see it it says uh, philly twitter is so much better when the eagles are bad Treat yourselves to a meal at your finest restaurant/slash gas station, you glorious garbage people. I mean, that just sums up Philadelphia in one in one tweet right there.
0: That's good. Is, is Wawa kind of like the quick trips of the Midwest? The what? Do you know what quick trip is? No. <laughs> okay, so that comparison's way off. All right. So the quick trip, especially in like Minnesota and Wisconsin, is a, it's a gas station. Mm-hmm. Uh they're known for their uh, Glazed, glazed donuts, you know, uh, okay. um, dun- not Dunkin' Donuts, Krispy Kremes. Remember the the Krispy Kreme mm-hmm. donuts? Uh, Quick Trip, they have their own spin on these donuts, and you can get like six of them for real cheap, like a dollar eighty nine or something. Um, so, yeah.
1: No, so what sheets and like I I love sheets. So in Morgantown, there were like four sheets. Okay. Just in the city of Morgantown, when I was in school, there were two right across the street from each other. Um. <laughs> So you go in and it's got like made-to-order food. okay. And so you go into the kiosk, you're like, oh, I want a chicken sandwich and I want this, 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 and this on it. And I'll tell you, like that, it was bomb when you were just heading home from Fat Daddy's or Sports Page at one in the morning. Oh, yeah. Stop in there, get yourself a little made-to-order, say hey to some friends and then head on home. Uh, delicious. My dad is the pickiest eater I've ever met in my life and he loves sheets like if you if you would have told me that he likes gas station food i would have laughed in your face like he doesn't eat anything barely eats any red meat he likes fish and chicken and that's about it but he's eating gas station food and you're like who the hell are you you're not my dad <laughs> i mean, yeah but uh trash people philadelphia
0: Yep, yep. not good people uh wentz to the colts uh so that's very interesting as well i figured i know the bears were in the mix brandon as well um, I, I figured he'd go to the, to the Colts with Frank Reich also being there. Um, so it should yep. be a good matchup as well there. So what, just, what'd you kind of think about that trade? Uh, I think the Eagles got a second round pick this year, uh, or a third round pick this year and a second one in 2022 that could become yeah. a first.
1: So, yeah, so he has to play either 75% of the snaps next season or 70 and they make the playoffs and it turns into a first round pick. Um, I mean, they might as well just turn it in. I think that that team, like, everyone around him is so good. That defense is special. The running game is really good. They don't really even need him to be, like, flinging the ball around. Like, Phillip Rivers took him to the playoffs last year. Yeah. Like, I feel like Carson Wentz can do the same thing. Um, The Eagles are just – like, they have to absorb $33 million in dead cap this season. Like, I – just don't know what they're doing. Like you look at uh, like Jimmy G and uh, you know, Jared Goff, they, uh, if you trade them or cut them, their salary caps, there's no dead space or whatever. So I don't know who's running the, running the deal over there for the Eagles, but they need to figure out how to move their money around and stuff because they're going to be bad. Luckily they're in a terrible division. So they might be able to compete for it still, but yeah, they are not in a good spot right now. I don't like where they are.
0: Yeah. If you, uh, if you play Madden, uh, franchise mode and take over the Eagles, um, you can't do a lot of shit because they're so bad financially, you know? Yeah. Like you got
1: $33 million, you're just burning a hole in your pocket. Like, (laughs) good Lord. And you got, like, I, I, Jalen Hurts was good in college. I don't think he's going to be a good NFL quarterback. Like, do they go and they get, this new – a new guy here in the draft, like, is – if somebody's sitting there, if Trey Lance or um, Justin Fields are sitting there at six, like, do they take them? Because I've seen a lot of Devontae Smith uh, projections to them. But, I mean, you got to have a quarterback to be able to throw Devontae the ball. So, uh, I don't – know, I just don't know what the Eagles are doing. I think they're going to be bad for – Quite, quite a few years.
0: Yeah, they did get a Super Bowl though. So, uh, you know, yeah, they got their one. You know, they got their one. So they'll just continue. I was hoping.
1: So part of me, part of me was hoping that the Bears would get involved. Like he would go to the Bears somehow, and he would, he would either be like they trade him to the Bears, and then him and Nick Foles have to compete <laughs> for the starting position. That would have been something. Eagles, or the Eagles trade Wentz to the Bears for Nick Foles. Yeah, which would have been hilarious as well.
0: <laughs> man the uh, the headlines the stories the articles i could have been written about that uh, that competition there
1: how does it make you feel as an ndsu guy that you know you're the biggest star in ndsu football history is kind of kind of not really i wouldn't say a bust but he's yeah definitely not worth the money that they've divvied out to him
0: yeah um he's it kind of sucks you know it kind of makes NDSU kind of look a little like oh maybe these guys weren't so good um you know they didn't transition too well into the the uh, the NFL kind of makes me worried a little bit about Trey Lance like is this gonna like is Wentz's whole situation gonna be like well he's an NDSU guy Lance is an NDSU guy like any problems there I don't think there will be but uh I'm happy for him happy to go to the Colts I am a little worried about like just behind the scenes like is Carson a douche? Like is Carson Wentz, the ginger Jesus, the, you know, the, the, the Midwest guy, the Fargo guy, the um come up uh, in Fargo, downtown Fargo and kiss like your baby. Like, is he a douche? I don't know. I'm hearing some reports that he might be.
1: I I mean him and I saw that him and Doug Peterson didn't talk for like 10 weeks. Yeah.
0: All what the, what, season. the hell is like, that?
1: What, what is going on in that, in that locker room to where you're not talking to your franchise quarterback? Like what, Happened to where the coach is not communicating with the quarterback. That's absolutely insane. Like, you, like, I know Carson Wentz is probably a douche, yes, um, but <laughs> Doug Peterson is an absolute moron. Like, I get it, he won them the Super Bowl and all this stuff, and, uh, you know, Philly special, blah, 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 but he is an absolute moron. Like, what you have to be the bigger man here, you're the head coach. You have to make sure you're put, you have to put this team in a position to win football games and not talking to your quarterback for 10 weeks is not putting your team in a position to win football games.
0: Yep. The uh, communication is key, right? And Not only sports, just in life in general. And Mm -hmm. there's no communication there with your franchise quarterback. Your season's not going to be, you know, your team's not going to do too hot. And clearly that showed this year.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just another domino and it's going to be a, I think a wild off season for quarterbacks. I mean, I think we'll see Deshaun Watson move Uh, you know, what happens with the Raiders is Derek. I think at this point, I think Derek Carr is going to stay. What happens with Marcus Mariota? I think he gets traded at some point. Um, I'm trying to think, I don't even know who else, Kirk cousins, what's going to happen with him, Jimmy G what's going to happen in Denver yeah. Like, I just think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be really interesting. What's going to happen with Tua? What's going to happen with Tua, man?
0: Tua, man. Um, yeah.
1: yeah, it's just going to be super interesting. And then you got the draft, you know, Trey Lance, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Mac Jones. I think it's going to be super, super interesting.
0: Yep. Zach Wilson, don't forget about him uh, as well. So uh, I think two days ago on Friday, uh, some odds came out for the who would be the second overall pick in the 2021 draft. Zach Wilson, Brandon, was minus 130, uh, the, the overwhelming favorite there. Justin Fields was plus 225, uh, and Trey Lance was plus 700. The Eagles do have the sixth pick in the draft. So, uh, some kind of interesting, interesting information there. Also, wanted to note that with the trade uh, went to the Colts, um, the, the latest uh, Super Bowl odds for the Super Bowl 56. Um, the Colts are now tied for 10th with the 10th best odds to win next year's Super Bowl. And the Eagles dropped down to the bottom close to the bottom 70 to one any value there brandon with the eagles
1: <laughs> no not no. a single not a single one i'd bet on the Bengals. i would bet on the bangles before Ooh. i would bet on the eagles
0: yeah i think so too yeah yeah they got to be dang close though uh as far as uh odds together
1: but, but the Bengals have a quarterback
0: True. And the Bengals have, uh, uh, well, now at Eagles least, have Doug Peterson, but... Um,
1: exactly. Well, the, I, don't, I don't know about Zach Taylor, but like the Bengals, they're putting themselves in a position to where I think they can make that jump this year to, you know, seven, six, seven, eight wins somewhere in there. Yep. And kind of like if they get Panay so well, which I think that pretty much everybody thinks that's a lock for him to go there at fives. And then, you know, they have weapons uh, around Joe Burrow. And if Joe Burrow can, you know, make a full recovery from the horrific knee injury that he had and you know draft linemen to protect him and shore up that defense and then I think the Bengals are going to be uh going to be in business
0: there we go should be interesting to see that as well we uh also quick note here Brandon Doug Peterson uh his house in South Jersey went up for sale Sunday morning for uh 2.7 mil so if you're looking for a house in South Jersey there's one for sale
1: that whole area, just trash people. That whole area, <laughs> South Jersey, Philadelphia area, trash.
0: That that area is so trash. I'm surprised they found a uh, piece of property that that's worth that much.
1: I mean, hey, if an Eagles coach owned it, they, people would probably flock to it.
0: <laughs> very true. So, all right, so there's our NFL talk a little bit in our five most hated teams. Um, yeah, very, very interesting there. So, Brandon, uh, before we kind of get into our the rest of our show, our locks, uh, for Monday. And of course our Thursday recap, uh, just want to let everybody know that we are uh, on the website, uh, We do have a contest, a, a contest between all six of us cappers. And, uh, there was a new leader on Sunday took over the number one spot, Mr. DJ, uh, DJ Brandon was down at one point minus 40 units. Yes. You heard that correctly minus 40 units. Uh, he is now on top of the lead with plus, uh, nine units and some change. So, uh, we're all chasing DJ Brandon.
1: I, uh, I mean, he was sitting there. I had no no worries about him. I've kind of had a bad week, uh, but you know him. He's a he's a ballsy guy. He's betting betting big units, and he's made his comeback. So now Kyle's sitting down there at the bottom, in line for for a nice t shirt. <laughs> um, yeah, and then you know, i you and me. Well, I'm just kind of sitting middle of the pack right now. You are kind of sitting there just. Right behind uh, DJ, so we'll uh, we'll see how the month ends or yeah the month ends. We got about a week left, so yeah. we got to start making some moves here.
0: It's uh it's moving week here, and mm-hmm. the uh the the leaderboard goes as this DJ number one at plus nine point five units pace at uh, second plus nine point four. Uh, unit. So uh, very tight at the top there. Then you have B Russ. He is a uh, plus unit. So you always, that's always good to be on the plus side at plus point or 2.42. Then you have uh, Locks stone cold locks. He is just over uh, or just under one unit at plus 0.5. Then you have Pumbaa cakes at uh, Nolan there. Plus two point or plus plus point two eight units. And then Brandon touched on a Comdog Kyle damn near minus 40 units there. So uh, should be fun. couple, uh, let's see. About one week left, right, Brandon?
1: Yep. By the end of February, Sunday. So,
0: yeah, there we go. Exciting week. So, again, follow us on social media at Coda Cappers and visit the website, codersportscappers.com, to uh, find out some content and uh, keep up to date on the leaderboard for the February Coda Cappers contest. $250 on the line, and the loser has to wear a shirt to a betting or bar, local establishment. How'd you fare, Brandon, on Thursday, February 18th?
1: Uh, Thursday, you know, went just even, two and two. Gonzaga first half, easy. easy. Yeah, that was easy money. Um, minus 11 and a half, and I think they were up by like 20 at halftime. Um, you know, I kind of expected a little more out of St. Mary's. They've been kind of the second second fiddle to Gonzaga for a long time in the WCC, but, you know, I mean, it's, this Gonzaga team is just a different different breed than the last few years. Um, I think it's them and Baylor and, you know, everybody else. Uh, I think there are a couple other teams in there that I think can win a title, but um, I'm not going to get my hopes up. I'm not going to say it. not going to do it. (laughs) Um, So we're just going to move right on. Um, Iowa Moneyline, that was another pretty easy one. I think they went on the road to Wisconsin and ended up winning by 12, I believe is what it was. Um, I mean, just Wisconsin doesn't have the the dogs to keep up with that uh, Iowa team offensively, uh, Iowa, I don't, I don't know what to make of them. Uh, sometimes they look like a final four team. Sometimes they look like they're going to get, they get bounced in the first weekend of the tournament. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with them in March and what kind of bracket they uh, get into. Cause if they get into a bracket with teams that can shoot with them and then they are off one night, they might get the doors blown off them. Um, so I don't expect too much out of them in March. But anyway, uh, my two losses, Islanders money line on Thursday, they just didn't, they didn't look good. The Penguins were, uh, they were buzzing and, you know, Sid the kid doing his thing, Malkin. uh, I just, bad pick on my part. The Islanders did not look good. And then Boston, Philadelphia, money line parlay, they both lost. So, you know, kind of taking a step back in the NHL at the moment, but, uh, you know. It's, it is what it is. It happens.
0: Yeah. Bounce back week for B Russ uh, yep. on the ice. I also want to ask Brandon, uh, it's kind of off topic, but also, uh, NHL related. Why didn't, uh, San Jose get invited, uh, to Lake Tahoe? Cause aren't they, isn't that the closest NHL team to Lake Tahoe?
1: Um, you know, I don't know like the logistics of it and how teams get picked to do it and don't get picked to do it. Like I'm kind of, I was kind of confused as to why, um, two Eastern division teams in Boston, Philadelphia played on Sunday. But, you know, if, I think they could have gotten like the Kings and the, um, Sharks, like you said, like that's easily the closest team to, uh, Lake Tahoe. I just, I don't know what the NHL is, how they decide these things, what teams are playing in this game and all this stuff, um, yeah, like I've for years the Blue Jackets fans have been trying to get an outdoor game in Ohio Stadium. They could easily fit a hundred thousand people in there, get a game between either them and Pittsburgh or them and Detroit. Um, but the NHL just they want to have like the same four or five teams in there, like Vegas has been in the league for three years and they're getting an outdoor game. Uh kind of bullshit. But <laughs> you know, blue jackets will get theirs at some point.
0: Oh yeah. Keep those hopes up there, be runs. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I also saw one of possibly the, mo- one of the, uh, most unathletic plays I've ever seen, uh, watching that Lake Tahoe stuff. Uh, one of the hosts, uh, that was talking about the, the, the pregame there, I think this was on Saturday. He, uh, there on the golf course, he took a golf club and tried to do the happy Gilmore and just the most unathletic. I don't know if he saw his B-Russ, he slipped out know. of his shoes, damn near missed the mm-hmm. ball completely. And, uh, just a very unathletic play.
1: So you can't be doing that stuff when you're being recorded, because unless you, know, <laughs> if you know you can do it and you're going to hit a bomb, then, yeah, you go ahead and do it. But if you're like, I don't know about this, and then you're <laughs> being recorded and it gets put on national television, you're more more times than not, you're going to make a fool of yourself.
0: Yeah. And the fact that he was just on all snow, right, it, obviously being snowy there. And it's like, dude, everything, your, the DAC was stacked against you. Yeah.
1: you, you There was no way that wasn't going to fail.
0: <laughs> so I just yes. had to mention that. thought that was pretty funny. So, all right, B Russ uh, went two and two on Thursday, February eighteenth. Uh, Pace I went three and two. Uh, Eastern Kentucky minus twelve over UT Martin hit Winthrop minus nine and a half at High Point. Unfortunately, did not. They won by six points, seventy six to seventy. I also had San Diego State minus fourteen over Fresno State that hit. And then I went to the uh, the NBA as well. I had Miami minus one and a half. Everybody and their mother was on Sacramento uh, for that home contest there in Miami. Came out with the win, 118 to 110, so I will take that. Miami minus one and a half, and the brothel coin took a step back. It's now four and five, as we had the Philadelphia Flyers, Brandon. Minus 125 on that money line They lost to the Rangers there.
1: Tough, tough, uh, well, I mean, not tough. He came out positive, but, yeah, you know, hey, it is what you take it. I think the San Diego State team, I think that what they're doing right now, they look really good. Uh, the last couple of weeks, I think they've won like eight in a row, um, they're going to run away with the Mountain West, uh, like they usually do. I think they could make some noise come tournament time. Um, I like what San Diego's San Diego State's doing right now.
0: Yeah, they uh they have some uh potential NBA talent on that team as well. Um, mm-hmm. so uh, definitely a team to watch out come uh, March Madness, Mount March Madness. Fun, time fun
1: fact I saw uh Kawhi Leonard play when he was at San Diego State. I was on a uh visit to Air Force. I almost got into Air Force for uh, all you that uh, didn't know that little fun fact about (laughs) Russ. Um, They were we were in town over like a weekend in February, and they were playing San Diego State, and tickets were like five bucks. And Kawhi went off for like thirty-five and ten and five or something, something stupid like that. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Old Kawhi Leonard now with the Clippers. Very cool. So. Awesome, uh, B Russ. How about who you rolling with Monday? Your locks,
1: you get right. Uh, Monday, I, th- I keep going back to this and it keeps not hitting, but I'm just <laughs> for some reason I'm gonna keep doing it. Oh, I'm taking Vegas. It seems like Vegas and Colorado have been played like 17 times. In they played the last two weeks. That's all. That's the only teams they play apparently. <laughs> Vegas and Colorado on Monday over five and a half. Um, neither of these teams in the top ten in scoring. There's no team in the Western Division in the top ten in scoring. I. At some point, it's going to hit. At some point, it has to. They're, going to. they're going to go over. Monday's it over five and a half. Um, second one for Monday, um, going Portland Trailblazers and Phoenix Suns over two twenty nine. Uh, Portland doesn't play defense. Phoenix plays defense, but I think that this Portland team is, uh, you know, they they're making some moves. I like what they're doing right now. I think that Dame, obviously Dame getting uh, robbed of being a all-star starter, which I think is ridiculous. Um, he's going to be, you know, out to prove something. So he'll put up a lot of points, put the team on his back. So over 229 in that game on uh, Monday. Uh, and then I'm going out West. Um, they failed me on Saturday. I'm still on the wagon, USC minus three and a half. They're taking on the Oregon Ducks. Uh, The two best teams in the Pac-12, I think. Uh, I like USC a lot. I've been saying it for a couple weeks. So we're rolling with the Trojans. uh, Minus three and a half on Monday. And then the spread on this one hasn't come out yet. Uh, But for Tuesday, Baylor is playing uh, two and 13, I believe, two and 15, something like that. Iowa State, Iowa State bad, Baylor good. Doesn't matter what the what the points are. I'm rolling with the Bears.
0: It could be 40 points, and B. Russ would still take it. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that USC pick. Um, I think it's a get-right game for them, coming yep. off that loss. Um, four and a half points, too. I, I think that's perfect. That's I, I thought that a was a little low, half. actually. Three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. I thought that was a little mm-hmm. low, too. To be honest, yeah.
1: too. Yep. I mean, I mean, Oregon. Right now, you look at them. I mean, they're the second best team in the Pac-12, but they're projected like a eight nine seed right now and you know i think i've seen usc anywhere from a three to a five seed so i think i don't know they just and it's it uh in los angeles too yep uh, three and a half is way too low
0: yeah i I like that good pick there b russ i like that one thank you (laughs) awesome for me on uh, february 22nd monday brandon i'm going moorhead state minus 11 and a half at siu edwardsville I have uh, faded SIU Edwardsville a few times this season, and it's worked out for me. And uh, the nice little system play too here. Double-digit road favorites have been fairly profitable uh, this season in college basketball, so I'm going to take Moorhead State minus 11.5 at SIU Edwardsville. I also like uh, a road favorite in Sam Houston State minus nine and a half at Lamar. Lamar is 4 and 16 on the year, 3 and 7 ATS in the last 10, while the Bearcats are 7 and 2. So I'll roll with Lamar there and take them points minus nine and a half. I also like uh, New Mexico and Air Force under 125, Brandon. I think the first team to 55 is going to win this contest. Um, Two teams that uh, struggle offensively a little bit. So uh, I think uh, we can keep this one under the 125 and a half. Um, And then I'm going to go the NBA. Another, we kind of talked about USC looking for a a get right game here on Monday. I think the Lakers, they've lost three or four. I think this is a get right game for them too. A home game for them against the Washington Wizards. Minus six and a half. So I like the Lakers there. Minus six and a half. Any uh, thoughts on those? B.
1: Russ. I like that Lakers pick a lot. I think that, you know, the Wizards, some people do believe that they're a championship caliber team.
0: Hey, one guy um, does.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, the Wizards, they're just, they're probably the worst. It's either them or the Timberwolves. is the worst teams uh, uh,
0: in the NBA. Can I? It's the Timberwolves, and it's not close.
1: It's, it's the Timberwolves, and it's not close?
0: That is 100% correct. <laughs>
1: I mean, the Timberwolves – I mean, the Wizards have Bradley Beal, so that's that's a plus. True. Um, but, yeah, I like that. The I think the Lakers – obviously, you know, LeBron doesn't really care as much about regular season. He'll turn it on in the po- in the postseason. But I think they do need kind of uh, for the rest of the team, uh, hey, let's get this one. Let's just, you know, 10, 15-point win and yep. get out of there. Um, I think this is the game to do it, kind of right the ship a little bit for them.
0: Yep, 100% agree. So I like the Lakers minus six and a half in that game against the Wizards and a Mr. Beal. Brandon, of course, before we end the show, we got to do the brothel coin. Again, it took a step back. Uh, it is now four and five on the season. I have a brothel coin from Miss Kitty's down there in Deadwood, South Dakota. I am going, Brandon, Tampa Bay minus 125 on the road at Carolina. Uh, the sports book I use has this us at plus 106 on the money line. So uh, yeah, here we go. The brothel coin. Miss kitties will be the heads, uh, that side. And then on the other side, tails, you have the $3 with a couple hearts that say all night longer. So, uh, here we go. Carolina at home, Tampa Bay on the road, Carolina plus one Oh six on that money line flip boom. And Brandon, we are going the home team, the Carolina hurricanes plus one Oh six, you being the puck guy. Can they, uh, can they, can they get this win for me?
1: Oh yeah, they absolutely can. I think that they're, The second best team in the division behind Tampa Bay, but, you know, they can put, they can play with Tampa Bay, they're physical, Uh, they can put puck in the net, they're kind of one of those teams that can do it all, good goaltending, good defense, Uh, so yeah, I definitely think that uh, Carolina can win this one, wouldn't surprise me at all.
0: All right. That's what I like to hear. There we go. Uh, B-Russ, kind of before we end the show too, we got to touch on a little summer league basketball. Of course, a lot of stuff that happened over the weekend. There was a game on Sunday, Uh, South Dakota and Oral Roberts got canceled. Uh, One of the members of the uh, USD staff uh, tested positive for COVID. Uh, That's huge, Brandon, for standings wise, because South Dakota is 10 and three. They're on top of the standings right now. North Dakota state is 10 and four in second. And then you have South Dakota at seven and th- seven and three in third and ORU is in fourth at eight and five. So that game will not be made up. So that's going to be huge uh, for the standings uh, come with, uh, I think now these teams only have two games left uh, this coming weekend or this, yeah, this coming weekend. So Brandon, our team is both split SDSU, NDSU, the Jackrabbits were in Fargo. They won the first game, both very good games. Uh, they won the first game, mm-hmm. SDSU did, and uh, by one point, NDSU had a chance to get a, a last-second shot off, just never did. So uh, that was fun to watch, and uh, they, they definitely have had the opportunity but didn't even get the shot off there on Friday. And uh, But the Bison followed it up on Saturday with a, uh, with a victory there, a two-point victory. They were up, uh, I think, as uh, high as like 17 points, I think. That was their largest lead. Uh, but your jackrabbits, Brandon, they, they don't go away. Uh, they fought back, and uh, they, they had a chance uh, to take the lead there at the end. But NDSU comes ahead there in that one, 84-82. So uh, two good contests, Brandon, in Fargo this past weekend.
1: Yeah, you know what? I'm good with a split you know, with uh, USD losing that game or can't get that game canceled on uh, – Sunday that's big for the Jacks and uh, the Bisons. So we'll see how these last few games play out and who's going to be uh, the one seed there in the tournament for uh, the Summit.
0: Yeah, there we go. The Summit League tournament coming up soon. Uh, I do think Brandon uh, and I and I'll go peacefully, but you, you, I think you won this weekend with uh, the Jackrabbits beating you and I, and then the Jackrabbit women taking care of the Bison women in two games. A nice little sweep there, and then obviously the men's team split. NDSU uh beats Youngstown State twenty-five seven. Didn't look great, didn't look terrible, but they didn't cover. And that's what we care about. So I'll give this one to you, Brandon. This weekend I think your jacks won. You 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 guys won. You're the winners that's here. Right.
1: First first full weekend as a uh as a jack, and we're we're already off to a great start. Women's <laughs> women's team is a wagon. So uh they're just chugging right along. Uh men's team, watch out for them. They're they're not gonna go down, uh go down easy. So uh, we'll, we'll see him there uh, in the tournament and anything can happen in March. And then the football team just, you know, third string quarterback, just getting in there and getting them a road win at the number three team in the country. I, you know, I don't expect anything less.
0: He didn't look like an underclassman. That's for sure. So uh, I'm excited to see uh, where they go. Does he get, does he get the job uh, in the second game, Brandon, where would you give him the, the nod to start?
1: Uh, I, I think you have to give it to him just cause he won, you know, at UNI, but it did not look all that great. He missed a lot of throws. Um, you know, obviously they rode Pierre strong on the defense the whole game. Um, but he did take him down the field there at the end of the game and, uh, got him into the end zone for the win. So I think you got to start him again next week.
0: There we go. So uh, you can hear more, of course, of our FCS Pick'em show, the Coda FCS Pick'em show. We'll have our week two episode coming out later this week. So make sure to check us out on all of our social medias and uh, follow the Coda Cappers at Coda Cappers on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Brandon, uh, another good show. Uh, any any closing thoughts before we wrap it up? Um, Nope,
1: nothing this week
0: all right that's fair short and sweet i like it (laughs) best of luck to everybody uh with their picks and again uh, thanks for listening along following along the website and all that jazz and uh yeah good luck february 22nd monday go get that money
1: let's go